Thank you for connecting with us. Um, thank you for discovering us, Awakening the Warriors podcast. We are a safe space for women to share their stories, to tell all about the journeys they've been on in an effort to explore healing. There is so much that women are bearing up under. Uh, and it's very rare that we take the time to address a lot of the burdens that we carry. Um, women are known to not uh, prioritize themselves. So it's in this season. I'm so happy when I see women um, talking about self-care and making self-care a priority. If, you know, there are people in our lives who have not feel like they've been exposed to trauma, 2020 did expose us to a lot of trauma. And um, one of the things about trauma, it could come in any form and it could be from natural disasters, accidents, unexpected events in our lives that produce too much for our brain and our minds and our systems to be able to handle. And when the body can't recover fast enough, when it's being pumped with too much um, overstimulating information and overwhelmed by it, it's translated and it's produced as trauma. So I have a lot of information I want to share on that. But right now, I just want to say thank you for discovering us. Thank you for taking the time to want to participate in the conversation. We'll spend a lot of time talking about different types of pain, different types of trauma. Uh, my name is Frances Robin. I am from the Caribbean. And um, as in the last year, I've been on my own journey and you'll hear about journey me talking about journeys all the time because I tend to not think that I'm a person that take or go on journeys or take trips um, randomly but that is not true I'm a very spontaneous person and I love movies about journeys so my all-time favorite movie about journey a journey um, is the Lord of the Rings that actually is a fantastic journey with a lot of um, uh, information on friendships how to overcome challenges and it's a story about friends who go on a journey to save the world. And in the process, there's backstabbing, there's uh, deaths, there's change of hearts, there's wisdom being doled out, out left and right. But um, I am a person that I'm now rethinking that I've been on a journey. For first of all, like I said, I'm from the Caribbean. I'm currently in a master's program pursuing a counseling degree to talk about and address crisis and trauma in people's lives. Um, and to try to just let you know how much I'm not that person that really thinks that I've been on a journey. I traveled from the Caribbean to the United States with my parents when I was a teenager. So there, if there's something to be said about journey, that shatters my definition about not ever being on a journey. And since then, I've gone back and forth to the Caribbean because it's my island home. But one of the things um, that I've learned uh, and I'm trying to address, especially in the last year, as nostalgic as I am about my childhood upbringing, um, especially when I go back home to kind of relive and walk in the on the paths and in the memories of my childhood, there are also a lot of dark secrets that um, Caribbean people kind of have unspoken rules about not talking about. And um, last year, I published a study for women, and it's titled um, Wholeness and Restoration, A Journey Towards Healing. 
And um, just when it was finished, I had an opportunity. Uh, my husband and my daughter challenged me to revisit it, to do it a better job. And why not include some of my own stories in it? Um, and the reason why I was hesitant to do it at the time and the reason I became a little upset at them when they made the suggestion is I was finished with the study when they gave me the suggestion. So then I had to stop and start over. Well, um, they invited me to include a lot of my story in the study. And like I said earlier, I'm a person that didn't think that I go or take journeys and I also didn't think I had much by way of sharing in terms of overcoming trauma or revisiting pain or have having anything significant to share. So um, I started asking a few questions and a few questions led to more questions. And the answers that I re received were really answers in question form. And that led to more questions. So I ended up pulling the study that I wrote and I am um, in the process of revising that study. And the revision is me writing it from a more personal perspective. So what I want to share is um, I'm also the founder of a maternal residence. And it's a home for women who are pregnant and homeless or women who have experienced a cycle of homelessness throughout their lives. And in the season of pregnancy and homelessness, we provide long-term housing for up to two years. Um, and we provide all the tools and resources to help invest in women to help them become independent and self-sufficient. So the uh, first study that I wrote was really around that, to share the stories with permission from the women who have sought residence in the home. It's called Carry to Full Term. You could look it up if you'd like to get to know more. Um, and the stories and that, that I was sharing with permission from the women who um, who have lived in the home, um, those were the examples that I was sharing. So after my husband and my daughter read the, uh, the study and invited me to share more, um, I've learned that there's more to my life and upbringing that I've sat actually sat down and paid attention to. So that was my reason for um, rewriting the story. So it's more about my journey. And I, I kid you not, as I've been writing a, rewriting a lot of it, and I've been having flashbacks <laughs> about myself. So um, I'm going to just tell you one really quickly. When I was younger, and I don't know when this started, but... I know when it ended. I've been a thumb sucker almost all my life. And um, I feel like I don't remember a lot of what has happened, the traumatic things that have happened in my life because of me being a thumb sucker. So I would just soothe myself. And I would recall when I was younger, my friends didn't understand it. But I would just lose myself in my own little world of thumb sucking and it was just everything. I just never thought that I'd ever want to give it up or there wasn't anything that could replace the comfort of thumb sucking. And I didn't even realize that it was part of a self-soothing mechanism. And I just learned that. Um, so as I was looking back um, on some of the experiences, one of the first thing that jumped out at me, and I've also observed other people from the Caribbean, especially in my village, who have sought and explored healing through their therapist and um, their own 
time spent in addressing and revisiting the pain and trauma of their past, they have been bold and more emboldened than I've been because there was lack of knowledge there to share their stories. But one of the things, the first thing that jumped out is the misogynistic environment in which I grew up. At the time, I didn't pay much attention to it because it's just, uh, the explanation was, it just is. That's just how everything have always been. And um, all I remember, I remember two things specifically. I remember it, the, the culture catered or was dominated by men. And I, the second thing was I, as much as I loved teaching, I did not want to be a teacher because in my memory, women kind of grew into three roles. One was either a nurse or a teacher and if you weren't able to secure any one of those two, then becoming a mother was the other option. And I remember not ever having motherhood on my radar. Um, and I remember wanting to be a teacher, not because at the time that I knew that those were my three options. But as I got older, I realized when I look back for women, and it, it's not necessarily the same anymore because the island has opened up a lot and technology is now um, in everybody's hands and people have access to more opportunities. But at the time when I was growing up, to me, um, and I grew up in a very um, agricultural environment, so um, maybe owning and working your garden, but I think that also comes with the motherhood responsibility. So that falls under the uh, the responsibility of motherhood. So I remember not wanting to be any of those three things. So when we moved to the United States, as much as I enjoyed teaching, I just saw an opportunity to explore other careers. And believe it or not, after I did all of that, I end up in the last six years I did secure a role as a teacher, but even now um, at the maternity home, the nonprofit uh, carried a full term, I have also found myself not only in a teaching role, but also in a mentor's mentoring role. But we could talk about that later. So I would always um, um, say, you know, in my upbringing, my childhood, when we were growing up, that the culture was just, that's just how things were. But when I look back now, being a mother now, I'm also a mother. So some a lot of the things I said I would never become, I am actually those things. But I could talk about that another time. Um, in Dominica in the village, one of the things that always stood out to me, it's like the men always had free permission to say whatever they wanted to girls, especially young girls, when they started going through puberty. It just seemed to me, um, now looking back, that men were able to say anything to those um, pu prepubescent girls, whether it is they where when they first started having their breasts developed, or when they started maybe getting acne, or hips started forming, or they just started taking on a more developed look. And one of the things that I remember commonly said by older boys, young men, and older men to young girls is that they looked ready for them, meaning sexually of ready at the age of between 10 and 12. And 
mothers just knew to shield or try to protect the girls by having them walk closer or warning them to stay away from those guys. But no one ever reprimanded the guys, boys, or young men from saying any of those things. So as I started looking back on my upbringing in this rewrite, I began observing some patterns and habit within the culture that I, as recent as last year, 2019, when I revisited home, when I went back home, it's not a revisit, I, I go back home, that that was still pretty prevalent. And girls are now speaking up. And there, you know, when I was growing up, there were some girls who spoke up, but mostly I didn't because I grew up in the church and in the church environment that I grew up, I just had a lot of rules, a lot of rules and not much preparation, at least within my household. I can't say that that's the way in every um, household of the, the families that were attended our church. But in my household, there were a lot of rules of avoidance, boys to avoid, um, stay, statements they made and how to try to avoid certain people groups. And avoidance didn't necessarily prepare my sister and I for dealing with unwanted advances when they did happen. Um, I just became a fighter and that's how I learned to, to deal with a lot of the un, unwanted advances. But I, I'll be talking a little bit about that in greater detail as we go along with the podcast and as I share more about the book. But I just wanted to say welcome. Thank you for finding us. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this introduction and to learn a little bit more about me. And if you're interested in learning more about the nonprofit that I've started at Carry to Full Term, you could visit us at carrytofulltherm.org. There you will find a lot of uh, what our mission is about. But really, it's an opportunity to equip women who have experienced a cycle of homelessness or home insecurity to equip them with the tools, the resources, and education to prepare for a life of independence and self-sufficiency. And that takes investment. That, that, that takes women and other people in the community coming alongside these women to invest in them. And I will talk a lot more about that, especially when I start talking about topics like abortion and topics like um, the church's role. And um, my friend and I do a podcast called A Different Truth, and we talk about the history of uh, events that occurred in the United States that's really not addressed. So when we talk about, um, when, we, when I start talking about abortion and injustices and in education and how we as a nation know how to make a law unnecessary when we want to make it unnecessary. I'll talk about that and how um, the role of the women and the, the organization Carry the Full Term is combating some of those social issues through our work and with not so much words, but I'm thankful to be here to share with you some of the things that we are doing and how we are addressing it and how we're making an impact in our community with action and not so much words. Well, maybe now on this podcast, we're giving words to our action, but I just want to say thank you for joining if you have any questions, feel free to ask. You could also find me on social media at Francis Robin. I'm on Instagram at Francis underscore underscore Robin. And again, you could find Carry the Full Term on any social media platforms. And thank you for finding Awakening the Warriors podcast, where we invest in women and women get an opportunity to tell their stories about the journey they've been on in an effort to pursue passion, purpose. And we'll talk a lot about that because... Um, there's just a lot of 
that I could share on that. And I know that you have a lot that you can share on it as well. There's This is not a know-it-all from one direction. We're just having conversations. So I appreciate the opportunity to be here with you and to be in this space with you. Thanks again. And enjoy the music. You could also check out Ryan Robin at Neor Nabor. He's our music producer. And he is going to continue producing all the music that you hear on the podcast. So I am appreciative to have creative people in my space to help me get this work done. Thank you for joining. And you could find more about Awakening the Warriors on Facebook. Join the private group uh, where we talk about it and we deep dive into greater conversation with similar stories with other women, like-minded women who are also on their journey to pursue healing, wholeness, restoration, passion, purpose, and authenticity. When I say authenticity, I mean all things authentic. Thank you. Have a great night, a great day, wherever you are. Take care. You've been listening to Awakening the Warriors podcast, a safe space for women to share their stories about the journey they've been on in an effort to pursue passion by facing the pain and trauma of their past. Thank you for joining us. You could also find us on Facebook at Awakening the Warriors, and you could also request to join our private Facebook group to deep dive into other conversation with similar women who are on various stages of their journey. Thank you for joining us. And thank you for participating in the conversation at Awakening the Warriors podcast.